Recorded live. This is 9.51 p.m. on Sunday, October the 1st, 2017. Good evening, everyone. This is Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw of the WCWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com. And I hope you had a very pleasant weekend. Of course, we're starting off a brand new month here, two months away from, of course, uh, <clears throat> two more months here to go here after this, after this one here. And, of course, as always here, folks, each and every Sunday evening, we do talk about what our what will be, what will be coming up on all of our shows here in the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com. In addition, of course, we do add on a few little trinkets here and there. First off, of course, our wrestling history, uh, of course, for today as well. We bring some very uh, interesting moments here, of course, that took place on this date here and, of course, wrestling lore. And then, of course, like I said, we'll also be bringing you, of course, a number of downloads, an update from uh, yesterday's edition of WWS Power Hour as to the number of downloads from this past week, from our shows done this past week here in the WWS radio network. First off, ladies and gentlemen, we're starting off a little bit early. Normally, we would be starting in here in the next few minutes, but I decided to go ahead and start a little bit early because there's two or three little stories I have found here, of course, coming from our same page that brings us our wrestling history course every week that I would like to read um, that I would like to read here of course uh, uh, some story that was brought to, our, to my attention here uh, of course courtesy of the page like I said which uh, uh, like I said which provides us with our wrestling uh, history here of course not only during our promo on Sundays but, of course, on all of our shows in the radio network, of course, we're all radio on Monday afternoons, as well as, of course, Revolution and Wolfpack, of course, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday nights. But uh, they had three little stories. I, normally, like I said, Jeff, I, I use four living mania. But this one did have did have several ones I'm sure we'll be, we'll be hearing about throughout the week here, here in the radio network. Let's go ahead and read what they have right here. Coming from... Uh, Gino Morasco of this, of course, our page, which, of course, is www.cagesideseat.com, uh, brought, uh, brought us this story this afternoon, actually, at 3.30 p.m. Eastern, uh, coming out of WWE. Enzo Amore apparently takes a, t- took a, takes a vicious shot in response to a joke made by Corey Graves. Let me go ahead and read what this story story is right here. Uh, of course, uh, uh, yesterday, uh, 
stories brought that where, where Corey Graves made clear that Enzo Lamore is ruining his life. The basis was a tweet where Graves noted that his son celebrating <clears throat> making it to second base by doing Enzo's trademark dance meant he failed as a father. Enzo Amore's response actually was vicious, which of course was posted at 11.16 p.m. last night, September the 30th. Enzo Amore tweeted the following, Nah, you didn't fail as a wrestler, as a father. You failed as a wrestler. That's why they dressed you up in a suit, in, in tie, and told you to sit down. Of course, he, of course, Enzo's a heel now, of course, so it is going after Graves here is no surprise. But that's one heck of a shot considering Graves was sports have active wrestling due to concussion-related issues. Getting that heat and all, but, man, Enzo. As of course, no wonder no one likes him. Uh, let's see here. So, I'm sure this is like so going to be. This is going to be talked about here, of course, here uh, this week. According to, uh, of course, like I said, on uh, all of our shows here this coming week. And here's another story here that I like to bring to everyone's attention. It was brought up yesterday morning uh, at 9.45 Eastern. Uh, <clears throat> apparently, of course, this has to do with, uh, of course, not only WWE, but, of course, it goes even further. It has something to do with, apparently, what some took place at a recent NXT show. Let's go ahead and read what this says. A fan jumped in the ring at NXT's Tampa House show, so Kyle O'Reilly kicked him in the face. And here's the story right here coming from Sean Ruder at cage.seats.com. Here's something WWE won't market as, you've got to come to house shows because anything can happen, even though it's pretty amazing. Unfortunately, that amazing comes with a side of scary, as the incident was prompted by the latest instance of an idiotic and or mentally unstable fan deciding to get in the ring and get physical with the performers. It happened during a match between the Undisputed Era, of course, the threesome from Ring of Honor, Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly, and the team of Heavy Machinery and Cassius Ono, which is the run, wrong match to run in on, as the guy learned. There's no footage of it that we know of, of course, yet, but I'm sure there will be here at some point. But multiple reports from others in attendance say that O'Reilly, who practices jiu-jitsu and kickboxing as part of his training and uses them in the ring, kicked the dude right in the face. Security then pulled him from the ring and out of the arena where he was reportedly, reportedly arrested. There are lots of pictures and even some video of the aftermath. Uh, 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 let's see. Uh, I'm not sure who this is. Rich Lotta at Rich Lotta 32 tweeted this. Uh, actually, at right close to 8.30 p.m. on uh, Friday the 29th of September, Kyle Riley just kicked the F out of a fan that ran into the ring, hashtag NXT Tampa. <coughs> Around 9 o'clock exactly, another, I believe this was another fan at the show, Alan Davis at Alan Black Rhino. At WWE NXT in Tampa is lit tonight. A fan jumped out of the crowd and attacked the Undisputed Era, Heavy Machinery, and Cassius Ono. Hashtag NXT Tampa. Annette Five Days 
Adonette Reed 24 posted this at 920, tweeted this at 9.24 p.m. that same night. Footage of the fan who got kicked in the face by Kyle O'Reilly being taken out by security at hashtag NXT Tampa. Uh, Andy, who is at Andy Taylor 6, tweeted at 8.41 p.m., said that update on fan on fan that ran in the ring, a real deputy just walked in, so dude is getting arrested for real. Hashtag NXT Tampa. And, of course, a little, little ending to this story. Maybe that will teach people not to do this crap. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, there's been multiple incidents of this happening where we talk about on all of our shows here in the radio network. Of course, I even heard we, we've talked about, especially with here, what happened recently on several episodes of Raw. Um, of course, it didn't... Of course, one of the I've talked about one of the older instances that this took place at was obviously, um, if anyone remembers, during after the match between Roddy, the late Roddy Piper and the late Adrian Adonis at WrestleMania three back in 1987, someone jumped into the ring and was given Piper a, a handshake and a high five after he after he won the match. Was if you notice right there in the background was, uh, of course, was um, you know what was. Of course, taken down and arrested by, by by security here as well. So I mean, it's it's happened for a very very long time. So, and of course, especially here nowadays, if the superstars, you know, you know, I mean, the superstars of yesterday was awesome, but you got to admit that some of the others, uh, you know, some of your guys here now, they can be maybe twice as vicious. So you've got to you got to be very very careful here who you want to not supposed to be doing that anyway. But a lot of people will tend to will tend to do that here here and just probably get their five ten fifteen minutes of fame. So we just have to watch that. You have to be careful there not to get the sensation of wanting to jump in there and be a part of things and all because like I said you will pay the price there. Trust me. And one more story I wanted to bring, of course, coming from once again Gino. Morosco, I hope I pronounced that name right, from cagesideseats.com, was posted at 12 noon Eastern today. A fighter apparently uses the uses a WWE wrestling move to win to win an MMA fight. And I won't say what it is yet, but I'll just read, I'll just read the story on here in just uh, in just a few moments. Full contact contender held an event in Bolton, England, and during the show. <sighs> Wait a minute, no way is this actually a thing that happened. But apparently the picture on this, if you want to look at the story, that had that 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 uh, that, that, that does prove it right here. Yep, that is Jono Mears defeating Aaron Jones with the walls of Jericho. Amazing. Now if someone could put pull off a lion tamer, they'll truly be a legend. So ladies and gentlemen, you know WWE has made an impact, I'm sure, pretty much all over the place. Of course, even now you're seeing it, you're seeing some of the moves being used in in, in other sorts of high ball places, stuff like MMA, UFC, whatever. So I mean, uh, there's a few little tidbits I want to bring up here to our attention, and of course, I may I may bring up this these stories here during uh during our uh, during uh mid pop on raw radio tomorrow afternoon, bring these stories, and this of course. JD and John or, or somebody else on the radio tomorrow ends up bringing them there more attention. So uh, it, these are some interesting stuff here indeed. Well, let's go ahead and take go ahead and get started here. 
first off, with our rest of history here for today, October the 1st, that some interesting stuff did take place. I can go and tell you that, uh, unfortunately, unless it's posted elsewhere, I do not have any birthdays listed. But, I mean, if, if there are any, and I'm sure J.D. and John will find them, and John will no doubt post them on, of course, I'll talk to, uh, bring them to everyone's attention on Raw Radio tomorrow. Because in addition to, to tomorrow's history, he'll bring up the history from uh, uh, yesterday and today as well. Anyway, let's go ahead and get right on into it here to our recent history for October the 1st, what we have here. 32 years ago today, which was put in 1985, at a WWF TV taping in Poughkeepsie, New York, Rick McGraw, quick draw Rick McGraw, appeared on Piper's Pit, calling out Roddy Piper's lack of TV matches. The statement would say that Piper versus McGraw at the next set of TV tapings where Piper demolished McGraw. In a sad but cruel twist of fate, McGraw died the same week the match aired. Though some fans linked the cause of McGraw's death to the match, in reality, McGraw died of a heart attack likely brought on by years of drug abuse. 28 years ago today, which would put it in 1989, in Rochester, Minnesota, the Destruction crew, Mike Enos and Wayne Bloom, defeated the team of Greg Gagne and Paul Diamond in a tournament final to win the vacated AWA World Tag Team Championship. 25 years ago today, which included in 1992, Kerry Von Erich, of course his real name was Kerry Atkinson, was sentenced to 10 years probation, had his license suspended for 10 years, and was fined $6,000 on six counts of prescription forgery. He would violate, violate his probation just four months later and would be indicted on cocaine possession charges. Facing certain jail time, he committed suicide via a gunshot to the chest in February 1993, sadly the third Von Erich brother to do so. 24 years ago today, which would put it at 1993, in Philadelphia, Eastern Championship Wrestling presented NWA Bloodfest Part 1. This was the first show booked by its eventual owner, Paul Heyman. In the main event, Terry Funk defeated Jimmy Snuka to retain the ECW TV title. Also on the show, Sabu and Tasmaniac debuted against each other with Sabu winning that match. 17 years ago today, we put it at the year 2000, ECW presented Anarchy Rules from the Roy Wilkins Auditorium in St. Paul, Minnesota. About 4,600 were in attendance with 87,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. It was the last pay-per-view held during the TV deal the company had with TNN. It abruptly ended later in the month after TNN had canceled ECW over the summer once they had acquired the broadcasting rights to WWF's cable programming. And here are the matches that took place at Anarchy Rules back in 2000. Eddie Doring and Amish Roadkill defeated Christian York and Joey Matthews. Kid Cash defeated Easy Money. Joel Gertner defeated Cyrus. The Baldies, Angel and Tony DeVito, defeated Balls Mahoney and Chili Willie. Steve Carino defeated C.W. Anderson. The FBI, Little Guido and Tony Mamaluke, defeated Yoshihiro Tajiri and Mikey Whipwreck to retain the ECW World Tag Team titles. Rhino defeated RVD to retain the ECW World TV title and Jerry Lynn defeated Justin Credible to win the ECW World Heavyweight title. 
12 years ago today, which would put it at 2003, TNA Impact debuts on Spike TV. After being a pay-per-view-only company for the first two years, Impact debuted on Fox Sports Net in June 2004. But an unfavorable time slot, 4 p.m. Friday in some markets, but kicked around due to other affiliates programming, and an unfavorable TV deal, TNA had to pay Fox Sports Net for the rights to air their shows, forced Impact out after just one year. After a summer on the Internet and the low-powered Urban America TV, they're back on TV, I'll bet, on an even more unfavorable Saturday night at 11 p.m. time slot. Despite that, the show proves to be quite popular, moving to Thursday nights at the same time just six months later. Of note, though it only lasted one night, Spike became the first network since TBS in 1987 to carry two competing wrestling promotions on the same network. Just an hour earlier, they aired WWE's Velocity, the last time the show aired on the network or any network in the States. The show featured the TNA debuts of the Dudley Boys, who became known as Team 3D, and also the return of Kevin Nash. Here is some of the matches that took place at this TNA Impact when it debuted on Spike TV 12 years ago. AJ Styles defeated Roderick Strong. Monty Brown defeated Lex Lovett. Chris Saban defeated Alex Shelley and Petey Williams. And Jeff Hardy and Rhino went to a no contest. Also 12 years ago, put it at 2004, in New York City, Sal Renaro and Tony Mamaluke defeated B.J. Whitmer and Jimmy Jacobs to win the ROH Tag Team titles. The show was main-evented by a five-star match between Samoa Joe and Kenta Kobayashi, with Kenta defeating Joe. Eleven years ago, we put it at 2006, yes, Michael Hayes replaces Cage Side Seats contributor Alex Greenfield as the lead writer for SmackDown. Ten years ago, put it at 2007, John Cena suffers a torn right pectoral muscle during a match with Mr. Kennedy. Kennedy. The injury occurred in the early moments of the bout when Kennedy botched a hip toss. Cena finished the match in the plan angle with Randy Orton that had Orton RKOing Cena on a table. The injury would render Cena unable to defend the WWE title against Orton at No Mercy that weekend, ending his championship reign at 380 days, the longest since Hulk Hogan's four-year reign in the mid-1980s. Seven years ago today, put in 2010, WWE SmackDown debuts on Sci-Fi with a live episode from the Ford Center in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. The Loaded Show even had a one-hour countdown special. And here are the matches that took place. Dolph Ziggler and MVP went to a no contest for the Intercontinental title. Kelly Kelly, Natalia, and the Bella Twins, of course, Brie and Nikki, defeated Lay Cool, Layla and Michelle McCool, Alicia Fox, and Maurice. The Nexus, David Otunga, Heath Slater, Justin Gabriel, Michael Tarver, and Wade Barrett, defeated the Big Show via referee stoppage in a 5-on-1 handicap match. Had Nexus lost, they would have been forced to disband. The Undertaker defeated CM Punk. Randy Orton defeated Cody Rhodes. And John Cena and Kane fought to a no contest in a lumberjack match. And one more tidbit here. Six years ago today, put it 
at 2011 at Shimmer Volume 41, Ayumi Kurihara and Hamada defeated Daisy Hayes and Tomoka Nakagawa to win the Shimmer Tag Team titles. At Volume 42, taped the same day, they successfully defended the titles by defeating the Knight KNIGHT Dynasty, Brittany and Soraya, which, of course, I do believe that is uh, Soraya, of course, is, you know, better known as Paige, and Brittany, of course, is her is all is her uh real life mother as well. But <clears throat> so there you have it there folks. And like I said, we don't have any history we don't have any history uh list I mean birthdays listed for today. But uh but like I said, I'm sure if there is any, uh, I'm sure like I said that it may be it may be it may be brought up of course tomorrow tomorrow of course on WWS Raw Radio. Of course KNWO to work, and we'll talk more about that here in just a moment. But with KNWO, the Iceman, the Human Suplex Machine, and company, talking about it, of course, tomorrow afternoon, <clears throat> right here on Talk Show. Let's go ahead, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and uh, bring up. Uh, excuse me, there, folks. Uh, okay. Uh, Let's go ahead and bring up, of course, our, speaking of, of course, the radio network, let's go ahead and bring up our lineup here of shows that will be taking place here for this week. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, the big topic, obviously, that's going to be dominating, of course, our discussions is, of course, going to be Hell in the Cell. Another, of course, pay-per-view, of course, I'm sure will be uh, lined up here for the SmackDown brand uh, uh, coming up here. Um this coming Sunday, October the 8th. Uh, so we'll be definitely doing some talking here about that. Uh, but, uh, let's go ahead and run down all of our shows here first. First off, let's go ahead and start off with the Monday afternoon tradition, WCWS Raw Radio, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith, The Iceman, J.D. Jared D. Girolamo, The Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and, of course, a plethora of guests. We'll be popping on here, of course, to discuss the latest wrestling news and views. Like we said before, John will be bringing you the wrestling history and birthdays, of course, from yesterday, today, and also tomorrow. Uh, some other wrestling tidbits here and there. Um, I'm sure a few little wrestling extras will be coming your way as well. Plus, also, of course, everyone will be providing their uh, thoughts and opinions on the ratings for tomorrow night's edition of Monday Night Raw, as well as, of course, what they believe the main event is supposed to be for for this for uh for tomorrow night's edition as well. So be sure to join. Uh, be sure to join, like I said, King NWO and Company for WWS Raw Radio this coming uh, tomorrow afternoon from three to five right here on TalkShoot.com. Call ID one three eight seven four four pound. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, our double dose part one. We'll start off with WWS Wrestling Revisited. As King Ice, of course, King and W.O. and the Iceman will be bringing you another moment from wrestling history. No doubt we'll be talking about, a little bit about what took place on Monday Night Raw tomorrow night. Also, a few little other wrestling tidbits as well. Be sure to join them for Wrestling Revisited <clears throat> Tuesday, this coming Tuesday night from 7 to 8 right here on TalkShoe. Call ID 139-926-POUND. Next up here, for folks, of course, I'll be back. I will definitely be back on with the Mothership Broadcast, WWS Revolution, 
as we get closer and closer, ladies and gentlemen, to hitting the 400 mark, which will be coming up uh, not this week, but uh, but sometime the next week, sometime next week, indeed. Of course, I'll be we'll be bringing you the latest wrestling news and views, of course, from King Ice, uh, the Human Suplex Machine. We'll be bringing you wrestling history and birthdays for Tuesday night as well. We'll be talking about, of course, the, our thoughts and opinions on the results of what took place on Monday Night Raw. What takes place on Monday Night Raw tomorrow night? Of course, more discussion, of course. Uh, uh, popping up, of course, I'm sure, about Hell in a Cell. Um, and, of course, our live video feed here, folks, will be coming from our tribute group to the UFC, UFC US Ultimate Competition. So be sure to join us for Revolution tomorrow night. I mean, Tuesday night, of course, 138055 pounds from 9 to 11 p.m. Next up here, folks, will be, <clears throat> will be of course, uh, our Triple Threat Wednesday here, of course, as we always have in the radio network. First off, of course, myself myself, and J.D. will be bringing you WWS outside the ropes as we, of course, talk about the latest news outside the, outside the wrestling realm, of course, the world of pop culture, music, movies, sports, politics, you name it. I'll be bringing some courtesy of Four Leather Mania and other sources, while J.D., of course, will be bringing you the other little uh, tidbits here as well. <clears throat> Of course, uh, our box office report, as, as well as those other stories here, of course, especially pertaining to sports and everything. Then, of course, JD will be bringing, will be putting JD in the hot seat again for for another round of movie trivia, courtesy of the Hot Seat Movie Trivia Challenge. So be sure to join myself and JD for Outside the Ropes this coming Wednesday night, right here on TalkShoe.com from 6:30 to 7:30 p.m. Call ID 141-387-POUND. Next up here, of course, join the NWO Madness Kingdom, uh, King NWO, the Iceman, and also the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, for WWS Wrestling Debate, <clears throat> 139-925-pound, as they debate and discuss everything that is taking place, that took place on, that took place on, will take place on Raw tomorrow night, what took place on, will take place on SmackDown Tuesday night. Also, of course, other wrestling news and wrestling it's making the scene, of course, including there are still more and more opinions about Hell in a Cell. Uh, so be sure to join in for wrestling debate from 8 to 9, Wednesday night, right here on Talk Show. Call ID, like we said, 139-925-POUND. And, of course, uh, of course, Wednesday night, we, of course, ended all with WCBS Revolution, as I'll be back on, of course, and, um, to bring you, of course, our wrestling news and views from King Ice, the Human Suplex Machine with more wrestling history and birthdays. Also, of course, uh, our thoughts and opinions on what, um, what will take place on SmackDown this coming Tuesday night, as well as, of course, more talk about Hell in a Cell. Um, and also some wrestling extras coming your way as well. Uh, you never know what we'll be talking about, but you better believe we'll have some wrestling, we'll have some big-time wrestling discussion. There's no doubt about that. Also, our live video feed will be coming tonight coming Wednesday night from uh, NXT US, the future generation. Be sure to join us for the Wednesday edition of Revolution from 9 to 11 this coming Wednesday night, 138.055 pound. Next up, Double Dose Part 2. First off, we start off with the next episode of, of, uh, of course, I'm sorry, Top Heel Inc. As, of course, the NWO Madness Kingdom will jump back on to bring more Big time talk here, of course, of what took place on Raw, what took place on SmackDown, uh, what will take place at Hell in a Cell this Sunday. Uh, 
other other interesting points of discussion as well. So you can barely believe there'll be a lot of talk here big time. Uh, a lot of healed up wrestling debates and healed up wrestling discussion. <clears throat> Be sure to join us, of course, for right, joining for Top Heel Inc. on 7 to 8 this Thursday night, right here on Talk Shoe. Call ID 140562 pound. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, the, the next edition of NWO Wolfpack will be coming your way from 9 to 11 p.m. More wrestling news and views, more history and birthdays. Our live video feed will be coming from the, from WWF US, the old school tradition. Uh, more interesting talk about Hell in a Cell and other, of course, points of interest here as well. Also, of course, we get closer and closer to a, a special WWE event that will take place this Saturday after Thanksgiving. They're right down here near my neck of the woods in Greensboro, North Carolina. Of course, I'm referring to Starcade. Um, you never know what else will happen, so. Uh, we'll, we definitely have NW Wolfpack here for you this Thursday night from 9 to 11. Call ID 138-521-POUND. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, next up we do have the Friday edition of WWS Revolution. And, of course, everything like we said before, more wrestling news and views, more history and birthdays. Uh, <clears throat> and also, of course, uh, more wrestling extras coming your way. Also, that our live video feed will be coming from our group dedicated to one of the big-time wrestling stables of all time, D-Generation X. DXUS, are you ready? Uh, so, and other points of interest will be discussed. So be sure to join us for. Be sure to join us here for the Friday edition of Revolution. This Friday night from 9 to 11, call ID 138-055-POUND for that. Also, this Saturday here, folks, we'll be bringing you, <clears throat> we'll be bringing you next up uh, at 4 o'clock p.m. Our next edition, WWS Power Hour, of course, unless we do have to change it, we'll have it set at 4 o'clock for the time being. Myself, along with members of the Power Trio, it could be King and W.O., it could be the Iceman, it could be both, or it could be one or the other. But we'll be definitely talking about all of our shows here that was done this past week in the radio network, plus also <clears throat> some uh, wrestling history from this coming Saturday. Also, some more, maybe some more talk in there, squeezed in from uh, Hell on the Cell. And also a few little a few little tidbits heading your way. So be sure to join us here for <clears throat> WWS Power Hour, of course, this Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. right here on TalkShoe.com. Uh, 141, excuse me, 364-pound. <clears throat> and, and also one more quick thing. I do not have a official... Uh, setting for the live video for this, but of course this, as we did talk about, we've been talking about Hell in the Cell here. Of course, it's coming up not it's coming up this Sunday, October the week from today, October the eighth. So Sunday afternoon, this coming Sunday afternoon at 5 p.m. right here on Talk Show, we'll be of course having our prediction show for WWE Hell in the Cell 2017. We'll be talking about all of our matches, all the matches here that, are, that will take place, and we'll give our thoughts and opinions as to who will be, of course. Um, of who will win each match in our opinions and I'll be all pretty interesting uh, discussion here indeed so this like I said this, this next Sunday from uh, from 5 to 6 of course right here on Talk Show will be of course our, our prediction show for WWE Hell in a Cell 2017 <clears throat> of course special edition of Revolution uh, 138055 pound, and we'll get back with, with you on that. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, there is what you have coming up here, folks. And like I said, we'll let you know about the live video feed for the prediction show coming up here, uh, coming up here uh, this week. So that way, in this case, if you want to follow along, you can, of course, like I said, watch and listen to all of our shows here. To uh, like I said, to our prediction show as well. Let's go ahead and see what we have here in terms of our, of course, uh, number of um, downloads here according to we. According to talkshoe.com, and I'm hoping we had some better numbers because yesterday the only one that seemed to post any was WWS Raw Radio. I'm, we're hoping that we have more. We're hoping we have more um, more numbers in for each show here this time. But let's go ahead and see what we have here. Uh, okay, we have not had any updates. It seems not since. Not since uh, yesterday afternoon, so we may not be able to bring you any updates right now. But I will, I will endeavor. Like I said, folks, I'm sure this will be updated by the time Raw Radio hits the full hits the ground here <clears throat> coming up uh, uh, tomorrow night. I mean tomorrow afternoon, right here on Talk Show. I will definitely do a brief rundown of of the number of downloads here to see if we you know we do have if we do have any updates about it or not because it doesn't seem like that it has been upgraded here as of yet. It may be being worked on here right now. So we'll keep you informed about that here as well. I'm sure we can have some better numbers than what we brought you here on Power Hour yesterday evening. And of course ladies and gentlemen, uh, on a another note here of course as we, as we did say of course uh um, I'm sure a lot of folks have already heard about this and now want to leave with this final say. Um, of course, we will probably talk about this on outside of the ropes here this coming Wednesday night, but I want to bring this to everyone's attention. I'm sure everyone has heard about this. That famed game show icon, man who made Let's Make a Deal, the game show that is today, of course, being hosted by Whose line is it anyway? Alum Wayne Wayne Brady, but the man that came with it um, came came uh, did it uh, did it beforehand. Um, the one and only Monty Hall sadly passed away. I do believe yesterday at the age of 96. Uh, a, I think he did, did get an opportunity to come on Wayne Brady's version of Let's Make a Deal here in recent memory. Um, of course, Paula. So probably sometime before or after Bob Barker popped on a couple of times after Perry took over the prices right. Of course, you know, we saw that happen. But, uh, of course, we didn't, hadn't seen him on TV as much. But, uh, of course, like I said, a great TV icon, a great game show icon. Uh, our thoughts and prayers here in the radio network do go out to the family of the one and the only Monty Hall. As we did report, like I said, uh, Sadly, passed away yesterday at the age of, I do believe, 96 years old. Uh, he will truly be missed in the world of television, and of course, who affected, I'm sure, so many lives during every single minute that he was on the air. Of course, of Let's Make a Deal, which I think he retired from that in the early 90s, I do believe. But he occasionally made it several TV appearances, like we said, including. The revamped version of Let's Make a Deal, of course, hosted by Wade, Wayne Brady, which is not bad, of course. But um, 
but uh, our thoughts and prayers are out to Monty Hall's family, friends, and fans here, of course, in the radio network tonight. <clears throat> On that note here, folks, uh, not really a whole lot, a whole lot much more going on. Uh, of course, like I said, folks, um, this past uh, Friday, I did we did report about this beforehand, but uh, WWE Starcade tickets went on sale down here at the uh, box office at the Greensboro Coliseum. Of course, Greensboro, of course, where Starcade was born back in the early '80s. Uh, of course, we did report that, unfortunately. The WWE Network is not going to. Uh, WWE Network is not going to show it. Unfortunately, um, uh, it looks like it's probably, primarily going to be a a SmackDown event with with primary SmackDown superstars competing. Um, you know that two titles will be contested inside of inside of a steel cage. Uh, we do know that Jinder Mahal will defend the WWE Championship against Shinsuke Nakamura in a steel cage. And we also know that Natalia will defend the, the, the SmackDown women's title against Charlotte Flair inside of a uh, steel cage match. Uh, several other matches will take place, including one that was just made. Uh, we did get confirmation on this. Uh, we did hear that two, the two, uh, 2017 WWE Hall of Famers and the Rock and Roll Express were scheduled to make an appearance at Starcade, but it looks like now they're going to be doing more than this meeting and greeting. They're going to be involved in a match. Of course, I said, I'm sure they were actually a part of the original Star Cave and back in the day. But this time around, they were challenged by Carl, and- by Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, of course, the club. And it's definitely going to be a very big time match up here indeed. There's no telling what time that match is going to be, but I'm sure it's just going to be a, right now we're just calling it a special challenge match. But it ought to be a real good one here to say the least. Coming up here this Saturday after Thanksgiving, uh, <clears throat> down here, like I said, in the Greensboro Coliseum at Greensboro, in Greensboro, North Carolina. Uh, of course, it's the first time that WWE have, would have a big show, and we would, even though there might not be a whole lot of matches involved with this, but in, in our opinion, it is definitely a big show. It's the first time that we probably had one of this caliber since the last time that WWE had a pay-per-view here which while it was still called WWF, which of course it was Survivor Series 2001. Uh, they have not had a pay-per-view or any, they've had Rawls and Smackdowns, but they have not had an actual pay-per-view here since, like I said, the Survivor Series of 01. So, but this is, a, this, this, is, this is not a bad way to start that off. And of course, with the news that the, the WWE is possibly going to be, is going to start using uh, pay-per-views under the, that were that were under the WCW name for a while. Um, so I mean, like I said, Starcade leading off is not too shabby. And of course, it's great that they're bringing it to Greensboro. Of course, that's where that's where Starcade got started. But like I said, not putting it on the network, I think, is a real big mistake. And the WWE Network has has uh, some time in order to re- to change their minds about that. And you know, unless people start sending complaining and start sending petitions everything like that saying this should be on the network you need to show this on the network so we'll have to wait and see what happens with this folks it'll be but i'll be a good show nonetheless like i said two steel cage matches of course other events that will be taking place there there's rumors that the hardy boys may even make an appearance of course north carolina is their home state um uh, of course like we said now the special challenge match 
the Hall of Famers, the Rock and Roll Express, will be taking on Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, the club. So that'll be that'll be a very interesting match here, to say the least. That'll be a good event here, to say the least, as well. Coming up, like I said, the Saturday after Thanksgiving. On that note here, folks, uh, like I said, uh, nothing, not, nothing much more to report here this evening. Uh, but like I said, please be sure to enjoy all of our shows here this week in the radio network. Like I said, starting with Raw Radio uh, uh, tomorrow afternoon from 3 to 5, of course, with uh, King Ice and the Human Suplex Machine, <clears throat> as well as the Puffer of Guests. And of course, like I said, Wrestling Revisited and Revolution on Tuesday. Outside the Ropes, Wrestling Debate and Revolution on Wednesday. Top Heel Inc. and NWO Wolfpack on Thursday. Revolution on Friday. Uh, Power Hour on Saturday afternoon, and then of course our prediction show uh, for Hell in a Cell next Sunday. Uh, of course, special edition of Revolution for that. Uh, on behalf of, of course, uh, the entire panel, way to touch the handle. This is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw saying thank you so much for listening here tonight, and we will see. We will we will see you, and uh, hopefully you'll be able to join us for your thoughts and opinions on everything we talk about here. This week here in the WWS Radio Network, right here on TalkShoe.com, which of course this promo is a, which is a promo of the WWS Radio Network, of course, right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are, where we are two years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Take care of yourselves and each other. We'll definitely see you in the ring. And as always here in the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com, God bless everyone, and have a good evening. Take care all. Thank <laughs> you.